what's up everybody i'm ashley and welcome to a brand new episode of ashley elysian speaks i hope everyone had an amazing day i hope everybody was able to stay cool and comfortable because y'all it was hot as hell today in michigan but anyways i want to discuss something that has weighed on my mind for a long time now and I think it's a good time to speak on this so if you've never heard me before then um, I'm gonna let you know that I'm a black woman and a black mother and honestly I've never felt black enough I'm chocolate, dipped in honey, (laughs) not light enough to be considered anything but black. So then why was I told by my peers that I wasn't hood enough? I wasn't aggressive, pretty guarded with the attitude, but not confrontational. I wasn't always looking for a fight. I defend myself, but I wasn't quick to look for a problem. I was honestly just happy I had woken up every day. (laughs) We all have a story and I had problems of my own, just like everybody else. I was already a burn survivor, so I already kind of felt like I didn't fit in. And the added pressure of not being black enough was a lot. That could be a lot on any black kid. See, when we moved from Detroit to the suburbs, it was different. Cause now I was in school with mostly white kids and it was only a handful of us at first. And so the white kids would ask if you were from the hood and where, you know, what part of the hood was you from? And they praise you for it. They act like they know that area so well and do all this like corny shit that they think black people do. And the black kids was just not the nicest to me. I guess I was expected to act a certain way. And if you didn't, you was considered pritzy or stuck up. So needless to say, I was considered odd or weird. Now, as I got older, I noticed the tension between us Black people. This competitive, combative, aggressive energy we had towards each other. Is it because we've been so oppressed? Maybe. Do we always feel the need to be on guard? Yeah. Do we always have to belittle each other? No. Why do we treat each other in a way that we don't want any other race to treat us? I don't care what other races and cultures do. I'm strictly talking to my people. You know, I was bullied in everything coming up but mostly by the black kids. And so I was thinking about all of this, you know, last year when it was time for me to put my son in school. 
And while I know this wasn't about me, I was still concerned on what school to put him in because I was hoping to put him in a more mixed school, a school that wasn't mostly black because of my own experiences. And I was set on sending him to school in a more white area. But honestly, y'all, I forgot that while I was going to those mostly white schools, I did face racism and stereotypes. Stereotyping, I mean. But um, he did end up going to a mostly black school. And, you know, I'm actually happy he had the experience because I didn't want to teach him to be uncomfortable around his own, but I didn't want certain things to be instilled in him. You know, I see that our little black boys don't even get an opportunity to be kids. You know, they're expected to act a certain way. They're expected to grow up a lot faster, act hard, be tough at like three years old. You know, my baby don't take no shit. Like I said, he did go to school or he only went to kindergarten so far. But, you know, he went to school with some rougher kids and um, he he's good. He can defend himself, all of that. But I mean, I'm just saying black kids kind of have unfair expectations, in my opinion. And it's not all our fault or anything. It's our reality. You know, we teach our children how to survive. But what irritates me is how we treat each other in our own community. You know, that's my point. I was even, I was just thinking, you know, I can't even imagine a black Wall Street today. Because we don't have no sense of community. We don't want to help each other. But we'll protest all day that Black Lives Matter. It seemed to me that we wanted to matter to everyone else but us. Black men and women, my sisters and brothers, start treating each other the way we want to be treated. Remember that? It starts with us. We got to be the example. We got to start by understanding that we're not each other's enemy. We fight the same battles of Black people everywhere. It doesn't matter if a person sounds more educated or carries themselves, you know, carry themselves different than you. You know, we're all Black. We fight the same battle. And yet we fight so hard to divide ourselves. You know, it's so ridiculous, just like how we rank each other in skin tone. Not color, because we are black, but we actually judge each other off how light or dark you are. Gang, gang, or nah. Are you from the hood or nah? You know, it's like we just look for reasons to attack each other. And it don't make no sense. And while we screaming Black Lives Matter, Eight-year-old Sequoia from Atlanta was murdered over the July 4th weekend, right across from where Rayshard Brooks was killed by the police. 
and comedian Ricky Smiley's daughter was just shot three times. Neither one of these situations had anything to do with the police. You see what I mean? At this time, though, we got the nerve to be taking out our own. (laughs) Y'all, if we got to watch George Floyd's murder again to remind ourselves who the real enemy is, then do so. Because we forgot, apparently, that it's a racist state of mind that we're fighting, not each other. And every time we go at each other, we low-key upholding the white man's beliefs. We got to remember all Black people before us that was organized, lost their lives, but they had a sense of community. They was organized. They remembered the goal. They understood that they all fought the same fight every day. Now I understand that we've been conditioned for years, this society, but we got to remember to develop our own beliefs and ideas. You know what I'm saying? We can't, can't be going at each other, can't be playing into this divided bullshit that they trying to have us on. So yeah, I just wanted to get that out because that's been weighing heavy on me that there's even any issues amongst um, black people in our own community, especially right now. It's, it's, it's unnecessary. It's, it's bad timing, to be honest. Um, prayers up for Ricky Smiley's daughter. I, I think they said she's doing okay now. Um, she got out of surgery and stuff, but just praying for his family and any family that got to deal with the fear of gun violence and shit like that in their neighborhoods and prayers up to uh, the eight-year-old little girl, her family, um, that the little girl that passed away in Atlanta, um, Sicoria, uh, prayers up to her family because it's messed up that she lost her life, you know, and, and like I said, that had nothing to do with the police. Um, on my next episode, I'm going to be discussing religion. So we'll get into my perspective on that. Um, if you're interested, tune into my next episode. If you could relate to today's episode and you understood my message, um, you feel me on that, you understand where I'm coming from, uh, all of that. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Ashley Elysian Speaks. And until next time, be brave and have faith. Bye.